And uh, if you're joining us now, it's we're streaming live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and on our homepage at uncoveredcinema.com. Welcome. Uh, welcome. I'm saying I'm on the side view. <laughs> you know, one of the things when we did the Barry Sonnefield uh, show, I forgot to mention that he was one of the only people that has fired Donald Trump off a set. <laughs> no shit. He, uh, yeah. He, he, so they were doing like a Macy's commercial, uh-huh. you know, where like the commer- the Thanksgiving parade where they do the par- the big parade and everything. And, mm-hmm. and it was like a shot of him sitting at like a table with a kid and they had some lines or something. Right. And so they had already set everything up and did the, like an establishing shot and, and got in and we're doing the close shot. Yeah. And Trump was saying like, okay, I can, I'll do this shot, but you got to find a different angle because this side of my face is not the side that I want on camera. I'm, be- I have, I'm better like a direct on look. I don't like people looking at the side, Pre- presumably because of the same reason that I don't want to be on the side is because I got the neck, the, the double, double chin, chin the <laughs> quarantine chin, as I call it going on. Quarantine. And uh, so he's like, yeah, so you got to find a different shot. And Barry Sonnefeld's like, what do you mean find a different shot? This is how we set up the whole commercial. So it sits this We've already recorded everything. This is one of the last shots. Yeah, you got to find a different shot, otherwise I'm not going to do it. And so, uh, finding a different you know, shot. He didn't want to play into the bullying. Basically, his belief is that like the celebrities, well, they're just kind of like big. Uh, forgive me, but they're they just kind of like big babies. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and they said, okay, that's fine. We're good. We'll go ahead and wrap. You know, like we don't need you. Thanks, thanks, Trump. Yeah. And so he left, and then he came back, like a, a while later after they had already gotten a shot and finished the shoot, and he said. Okay, I'll go ahead and do the shot the way you planned it. He's like, no, no, we're not going to do it. We already, we already found a different way. We've already accommodated you and your mm-hmm. your lack of wanting to participate. And he's like, I'll, no, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot. It. No, it's already done. Thank you. And then they just did the whole shot without him and basically cut him out of the entire commercial. Good, good. Pissed. He was pissed, <laughs> to say yeah, the least. Well, I mean, obviously, but you can't be a jerk and be on camera. I'm sorry, but it, that's just not. It's not how that works. I've seen a few actors get fired off a set. Brie Larson. Because, mm, <laughs> just, because they're a-holes. It's, <laughs> it's great that people can actually see your face turn red when I say her name. <laughs> mm, I think I'm not going to get started. It's all right. <laughs> That's so it's okay. <laughs> so fun. It's all right. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to sh- do a shout out to my boy Red. Uh, we were in Afghanistan together. He is a BAMF. And if you guys don't know what a BAMF is, a BAMF is a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what's, up, what's Red? up, Red? Thank you so much for joining us today. And you Absolutely. fucking rock and I miss you. All right, let's go. <laughs> the aviator. Is he a pilot? Rav- yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's so awesome. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to get my pilot's license right now, but it's making it really hard in quarantine. Um, so it's a lot of flight simulator instead. <laughs> but I'm ready to I'm ready to hit the runway when uh, we can clear all this mess up and and it's actually safe to be inside of a flying coffin yeah. with other people because <laughs> that's that's pretty much what general aviation airplanes are is they're just they're smaller than the smallest car that you can drive yeah sitting shoulder to shoulder to somebody it's it's kind of i i thought i got over my fear of heights um sufficiently when i was doing a lot like flying every day mm-hmm. and doing all the turbulence and like you know anytime after like 11 o'clock the air gets hot and uneven and you just basically bounce around like a 
thing that bounces. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> but you just you just fly around basically, and you're yeah, bouncing around, around the thingy that bounces. It's very scary. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, so I got over my fear of heights, but now I'm having a little bit of anxiety of it because I haven't flown in six months. Oh and no! And I'm getting ready to jump back in, like probably by next month, hopefully when they open the school back up again, so that I can. I'm already finished. I just got to, you know, button up my training and take that last test, and then and then I should be good. But uh, yeah, so I think I'm gonna have to get over my fear of heights all over again. So that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. It's okay. Yeah, it's I all think, right. Uh, I I um, <laughs> still I'm going with my fear, and uh, working a lot in the uh, air on the scissor lifts still hasn't helped. And yeah. <laughs> every time I think about having to do that, I want to cry, and sometimes I do <laughs> while I'm up there. Yeah. <laughs> no fun no no i my buddy uh my buddy my cousin uh <laughs> he's a buddy too but uh he's my cousin he works on the uh forgive my ignorance here but it's the the helicopters that look like this and they have two spinning blades michael bay likes to shoot them a lot in his oh, movies yeah 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 yeah. and yeah, they yeah. like they turn and it becomes like an airplane mm-hmm. and then you can turn it up and it becomes a helicopter that's pretty badass so he takes videos of him like sitting off of the edge when that thing's like churning and and like doing its thing but i i'm, I'm assuming they're they're like strapped in or something oh yeah just, their legs are hanging right off the end of the damn door yeah nope not I'm, for me i'm sure that they have uh they have like seat belts or something for safety they have to mm-hmm. yeah because it'd be pretty easy to lose a guy that way yeah uh okay so netflix uh i've been doing you know hmm. quarantine tv and netflix popped up and when i opened up the app on the front header mm-hmm. is advertisement for uh magic for humans season three and have you ever watched that show oh yes trippy. i have yeah. yeah that's where the magician walks around and does like magic trips and stuff right sorry. yeah yeah <laughs> um so, sorry. so i'm i i was actually in one of the filmings of it and i'd forgotten because they did it like mid last year and mm-hmm. it just came out on the 15th so uh it was for no fear, K N O W, no like to no, no fear. fear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so if, if you don't know about me, I'm a, I'm a nudist, and I've been I've been so for several years now. I, I go to a spot over here in L.A. and um, it's it's my basically my home base. I actually lived there for a short while. Nice. And we they they came and did a filming there, and his thing was getting over a fear of being in the nude in public. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that's the being in public is, you know, they, they uh, antiquate it with like being on stage and pretending you're like you're naked because there's that vulnerability. Yeah. And uh, so that was one of the things he did for the show is he came out and and performed like magic tricks in the nude. Uh, I didn't. I'm I'm probably somewhere in the background. I I, I didn't really spot myself. If anything, it was like a, a thigh or something. But uh, mm-hmm. all my friends are in it, and it's like it's it's kind of like you know my home for me. So it was pretty cool to see everybody that I know him doing tricks for them and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a uh, season three, no fear. Uh, you no can fear. check it out. So within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Hmm, sweet. So that was kind yeah, of fun. I'll check it out. Yeah. I've always wondered how it, how you're able to get over being in public naked. Cause to me, that's like, like the, my biggest fear. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, uh, you just have to get over the fact that nobody gives a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah i think there's there's this uh everybody has this misconception in their mind that 
when I'm naked, everybody's going to look at all my vulnerabilities, my mm-hmm. the things that I think make me less uh, normal um, to everybody else in society, like, um, I don't know, odd chest hair or yeah. a flab or a tire somewhere. And really, once you go there and see everybody else is that way, and nobody really cares, it's just like they... There's a certain etiquette that I like at a, a nudist resort that you don't get anywhere else, which is eye-to-eye contact. Everybody looks at you and talks to you in your eyes, like, and they actually see you for you, right? You don't have you don't have to put up a a facade, the pretend person that you yeah. that you make yourself to be when you walk out the door, and, and the the flashy jewelry and the clothing and the cars you drive. None of that really matters because you're just stripped down to you. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like that. And and you don't getting eye to eye contact with people is so rare nowadays, especially with, you know, the the advent of uh, technology and yeah. everybody's on their phones when you walk around. Well, so, yeah, everybody's always looking at other people. Uh, yeah. In the not supposed to be looking at areas. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, it's it's. It's nice. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't feel like people are looking in places where they shouldn't be looking. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a fun experience. And then once you do it, you're only worried for like the first, honestly, ten seconds. And like, I took friends that I've been friends with for like a decade, and I'd known them in a personal and business relationship that I'd worked with, and I thought it would be weird, but. Really, it's only weird for a few seconds because then they're nude too. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, let's let's go hit the bar, you know? Let's go hit the bar, and then we'll go on a hike and get the hot tub, and then we're just gonna party. Like it's just a fun time, you know? Yeah, and uh, and every and also it's like there's no awkwardness because people aren't talking about like inappropriate things that you might talk about when you're clothed and hanging out with your buddies and stuff. <laughs> Nobody talks that way because there's, the, you know, they know you are you're, in a vulnerable state also, even though it's not that vulnerable after you. Yeah. But you're completely it, but, vulnerable at that point. Yeah. And so, yeah. So they're very conscious about not making weird jokes or flirting or I, I guess that's nice if you're a hot busty woman, because then people are not flirting with you. But for me, it's, it it is just a normal day, <laughs> <laughs> just a regular day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, the war between Universal and AMC has really heated up. Hmm. So uh, if you guys don't know, a uh, little bit of the backstory: Universal released the Trolls movie, Trolls World Tour, um, the other day, and well, not the other day, but when they released it, um, they released it VOD which is video on demand at the same time as they released in the theaters. Oh, and what the theaters noticed is that the ticket sales of the, um, world tour movie or whatever it's called, uh, sink hardcore, like really like sink. Like they just went down in the toilets, but the VOD sells were very, very good to Universal to the point where they said that they're going to be looking into releasing more VOD movies at the same time as putting them in theaters because they're getting the people that don't want to go out to be able to purchase the movie, but they still believe in the theater system, so the people that do want to go out can still watch it in theaters. And the theaters are pissed about this. I might be wrong, but I thought they 
opening weekend for like trolls or something, they had like a hundred million or something, right? And just the the VOD sales. Let me check right now. Um, One of the things that you're seeing nowadays, it's well. First of all, we're seeing commercials for movies again, which is great because like for what two months now, all the movie commercials have just completely disappeared, and uh, it might have been a nice relief for some people, but it was noticeably absent when I was watching TV to not see movies come out. Yeah. And uh, what we're seeing now that the commercials are coming back is they're saying um, home streaming, like our home release. Mm -hmm. VODs, video on demand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's such, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. This is such a great, (laughs) great thing in my opinion for the uh, entertainment industry. It's bad for theaters. Right. Great for everybody else. Okay, so right now Trolls World Tour made more money in three weeks just from VOD than the whole than the first movie did in five months in the theater. God damn, dude, that's insane. That's that well, blows my fucking mind. I, it five must be for ease rentals. of access because when you're just sitting at home, you just a few clicks, and it's like. It is nice to go out to the movie theaters and, and make it a date and go out and dress up and everything, get the popcorn and candies. But now that you don't have to, that's that's also, you know, like it's it's easier to spend your money. Like because yeah. it's it takes effort on the part of getting dressed and going out to watch a movie unless you're one of the ones that go with like a robe and flip flops on and you, you should dress up like honestly. <laughs> Like wear something yeah. better than flip flops out of the Please. house, but Please. <laughs> it's also Especially nice. in the theater. They don't get enough time yeah. to clean the um, carpets in between showings. So the first showing of the day, cleanest. <laughs> Last showing of the day, you don't want to guess what's on that floor. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um okay so one thing real quick is I don't I'm not sure if uh people know this but how movie theaters work and how the uh, movies make money right. So when a studio makes a movie and they push it out to the theater, the theater keeps 50% of the proceeds, but so does the movie. They also get 50%. So if a theater is selling a ticket for, I think they're $10 now or 50, what are they now? $15? Yeah. It just keeps going up. Yeah. So the theater keeps seven fifty. the movie, uh, the studio keeps seven fifty. Now with video on demand, the studio keeps 80% of the proceeds instead of 50%. So that's an additional Jesus. 30%. With the $100 million they made with rental fees over the three weeks of VOD release, they have more take-home money. Take-home, not overall. Yeah. Take-home money than the entire first movie did in theaters during its whole life. Jesus. That's Well, one insane. thing we can look forward to is uh, maybe the price of popcorn might go down in the movie theaters. It's going to go up. <laughs> I'm tired of paying more for oh, the yeah. movie ticket or more for popcorn than I did for the freaking movie ticket. Oh dude, this the move the theaters they're not dead, but they're going to shrink. They're going to shrink a lot. So right now, if Universal is going to continuously do VOD, um AMC is going to eventually have to allow them back in or totally cut ties with them, which is a possibility. Yeah. Um and they have leverage. They're fine doing it now. Yeah, exactly. They so have so much profit. They have leverage, but now Disney's going to do the same thing with Disney Plus probably. Or a like a VOD service of their own, right? What's AMC going to do with Disney? They can't. They cannot go toe to toe with Disney. That's just not possible. They're going to get wrecked. exactly because we're not dealing with Disney. It's no. Disney, Marvel, uh, like ten other things that I can't even think of at the moment. Exactly. Uh, the theaters, Simpsons. <laughs> exactly. The theaters cannot go head to head with them. So 
what they're going to do is they're going to up the prices of all their food. They're going to up the prices of everything else associated with going to the theater, including the tickets. So they make more money and can stay afloat. Cause right now, yeah. honestly, they have nowhere to go. And with telling universal to fuck off, they just got rid of, um, fast and furious. Like one of the oh, biggest, yeah. they got rid of Harry Potter. Like, well, they have nine movies out right now. <laughs> the yeah, fast and furious, <laughs> something like that. Harry Potter's looking at making a cursed child movie. So they just fucked themselves out of that. That would have been the biggest movie in God knows how long. Uh, except yeah. from, you know, the Star Wars Episode 7, which everybody's seen because Episode 6. Whatever. Um, they got rid of... They get rid of Sonic? Sonic Universal? They got rid of Transformers. Uh, I can't remember. We did cover that show, but it was one of our first episodes. I don't remember. Yeah. And then tra- they got rid of any future Transformers. Like this is all stuff that have started to decline in ticket sales, but still they're big names yeah. and they're going to bring in more money than like a standard indie movie would. Tip. What I think is cool though, is that because of the quarantine, we're seeing this change in, in the movies industry. Like we have uh, drive-in theaters are now becoming a big yes. deal um, because you can sit there and I guess you can't get out of the car and that's the funnest part is like hanging off the tailgate of your truck. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's cool because, you know, before this, like the drive-in theaters were almost extinct. There's one in every hundred square miles and even then they don't fill up and nobody was going to them. So now yeah. people are just going to be going in by the flocks. Of course, you can still put all your kids in the trunk and get cheaper prices, but... Um, it's it's nice that that's coming back. It's making yeah. a resurgence, and it needs to, especially with uh, movie theaters being restricted by fifty percent of their attendance. They have to rebuild yeah. their theaters. What I think is going to happen is I think a lot of the smaller theaters are going to go away. Um, things like yeah. drive-in theaters are going to make a surge. They're going to come back because people could stay away from people. I bet you there's going to be a. Um, they're going to have to implement snackage somehow in the drive-in theaters because people aren't going to want to get out and go in line with each other. Uh, they could probably have yeah. an attendant come out. Um, I think a lot of the movie theaters are going to go away. I think there's going to be still plenty in each city. But instead of like Orlando, we have like 10 or 20 or something like that. We'll have like four. But they'll be big. I, I wonder what that's going to what the effect is going to be long term like is this something that's going to be here to stay uh, obvi- not the quarantine but the uh not the coronavirus the war the <laughs> theaters the drive-in theaters is that something that's going to be a long-term uh, growth now um for the theaters or is it uh, i mean obviously the the subscription-based services that's growing like wildfire now and um it's it's honestly frustrating to have niche media because it's like you got to download all the apps and pay all the different fees people for just to watch something and like just you know ufc like that's a big sport for a lot of people and um especially anybody over 40 you know they go to a bar and watch ufc fights all the time yeah and now all the ufcs have been pulled off of pay-per-view pulled off a cable because that's traditionally the way you'd get it before is you do pay-per-view and pay your 100 bucks and watch watch the show well now it's a subscription-based service because espn is part of disney another uh, one of their conglomerates that they own and uh you can only watch the fights on a subscription-based service which kind of sucks if you're older generation and just want to you know watch the thing you've been watching for the last 10 years and you can no longer get it on pay-per-view and if you don't have a smart tv you don't have an apple tv then 
you have no way to put that app onto your TV to watch yeah. uh, UFC, and now you're forced to watch it on your little phone. Mm-hmm. And that's 100 bucks per fight for <laughs> something that you're going to be watching your phone. So um, that, from that aspect, that frustrates me. But going back to the theaters, you were saying like they're releasing new uh, policies that they're going to have to keep up with the theaters. And it's kind of crazy yeah. because they're talking about like less than 50% capacity, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which they, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be a lot less than that. They're probably, probably talking about 20%. Yeah. Uh, because those mute theaters are packed in. And plexiglass. They're talking about plexiglass dividers. <laughs> what? And I'm assuming like delivering snacks and stuff like you said, because you don't want to wait in a big line or yeah, dude. ticket sales. How is that going to work? And yeah. All I know is that this uh, this uh, virus that we're sitting through right now, that we're uh, at home quarantining over, is going to be uh, changing the way that we do entertainment especially movies uh coming up for because i just had to um so if you guys don't know that i'm in the uh the union here in orlando for film i'm in local 477 i'm a stage mechanic which is a fancy word for an electrician that sets up lights and does all that stuff on stage on on set um but they're talking about making gloves mandatory uh when typically they wouldn't be i mean always using on gloves on set is safe, but they're talking about making it, uh, implementing it somehow to be mandatory. They're implementing masks to be mandatory. Um, masks. Yeah. yeah I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, yeah. Working all day with the mask on. Yeah. It's well, going to be hard to breathe. And then nurses um, do it. <laughs> yeah. God bless you nurses. We love you. <laughs> yeah. But one of their cables isn't, you know, a hundred pounds. Yeah, really? So, I mean, <laughs> I can only carry, you know, two of those at a time at one on each arm. And those things are, Oh Lord. If I had to breathe through a mask the whole time, that's going to be very difficult and it's going to be very unhealthy if I can't breathe. So it's just, they have to figure out how to make working on set also safe, especially if the virus is still around and we go back to work soon because, um, I hope they bring features back soon, but, well, we yeah, you gotta work. Gonna yeah, you gotta work at some point. Been out yeah. for two months now. And, it's gonna be uh, so fun going back to work for you because it's like I imagine it's gonna be like the first day you're on set again because you've been gone so long. It's just gonna have that. Oh that my sparkle. god, that first day set feel. Oh, yeah, I'm so and I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know how sets work, but I'm I'm just gonna say new car smell. You're gonna have a new car smell when you walk back in. It's gonna be like everything's fresh again. You know. Yes, or it's going to be like the old clunker smell when you find the old uh, rusted clunk machine and you're just like, crap. Can never it's get been so smoke long. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's something to look forward to. That's, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, so the union had us do new new course, new classes, new safety classes, um, based off this. And, uh, I did the classes one week before this virus got like into a thing where people started shutting down and stuff. Yeah. So I bet you anything, there's going to be a whole new, new class to do. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Yeah. At the end. Quarantine you and you. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the new <laughs> quarantine. The online new training. <laughs> 
you just you just click the button on that mouse. You better go wash your hands for twenty seconds. Oh my god! And doing the classes that the the union wants you to do, they are not like a regular. Oh, just click here and click here and take the test and you're done. No, they have mandatory waiting in between fucking oh yeah sections. It is the worst. Ever. <laughs> they said it's going to take four hours. They mean it's going to take four yeah. damn hours to pass the stupid <laughs> class. <laughs> exactly. So you have you have to wait in between pages to make yeah. like oh no. Like the first you time I couldn't at read it, that fast. Like I read it and I was like, all right, cool. Took the test. Done. They're like, all right, wait thirty five minutes before the next section. I'm like, like, all right, I'm going to go make dinner. I guess. Like shit. <laughs> Well, the good thing is, though, once you get to the end and you have to, like, say it has to be done in four hours Mm -hmm. and you did it in two, it's not like you have to wait two hours at the end. So, I mean, that's kind of nice. You get like a like a mandatory break. It's almost like a a typical union thing. Yeah. Take a 10 minute minute break every every uh, every 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's fun. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, us union boys, we always get paid more. So. suckers (laughs) suckers <laughs> oh yeah you got to go through more shit though to get through all that so yep we go through a lot it's good you're represented i'm i'm good <laughs> oh yeah dude the unions are the best man they really are they are the best and i would never well i mean i worked a lot of film as non-union before like a lot but you working at union is so different yeah well i mean it's a, it's stability though so that's mm-hmm. That's nice. And that's that's like one of the hardest things. This is one of the reasons I didn't want to pursue a full-time career in film uh, was because of the fear of not knowing where your next paycheck is going to be. Like, yeah. I mean, if I could get onto like a awesome sh- TV show that's going to be on for 10 years, then that would be great because um, it's consistent work every week. But if it's like, you know, like you're doing feature to feature and it's like you don't know. I mean, you're lucky because you're getting you're getting consistent work. But mm-hmm. if you're not, then I don't know. Like, how do you pay the mortgage? How do you you know that stuff? You all got to worry about. And I guess you build up a savings and stuff, but you still yeah. don't really know when your next gig is. So that's that ambiguity and that fear is is kind of like the reason I didn't want to pursue a career in film specifically. Yeah, and also because of the ambiguity and the fact that you're working as a um, independent contractor ninety percent of the time instead of an employee. Um, it made it really hard for the guys working in the industry to be able to get unemployment when this whole thing came crashing down. You got to understand it's still a job. It's still like, you know, it's still their nine to five just because they're jumping from gig to gig doesn't make it any different. So um, they had a really hard time. Actually, it was impossible for intimate workers to get unemployment in the beginning. They actually had to pass Senate or the house or somebody had to pass a new bill saying that they can't. Well, is it even something you can do in California anymore? I thought they were getting rid of that. Well, they um, now you have to be an employee of each one of the uh, films you work for. So it's different. Yeah. But it's still the same because um, you're jumping from job to job. Ah, uh, I see. So um, okay. uh, with... Yeah, they had to pass the the bill to allow entertainment workers to get unemployment. And a lot of the help was that was the union that did that. So No fun. Yeah. But at least at least they passed that bill. At least they can get help now. But they couldn't get help in the beginning, which really sucks. And if you're God, 
the entertainment industry is so hard to work going from job to job because if you mess up one thing and that makes it around, you can not get called back, you know? Yeah. And it's just let's uh let's talk about porn. Um <laughs> it's let's been about it. 15 minutes and I Love mean from porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh one thing that is, is I again I hate niche media, but one thing that I like now is uh, with the quarantine deal going on, people are stuck in their homes all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot more uh, time on your hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a good joke in there about something on your hands. But uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to move past that and be a dealt here. Uh, so Pornhub is actually offering free premium memberships during the quarantine. That's pretty <laughs> cool, right? <laughs> that is pretty so cool. That's a cool little company. <laughs> one episode where we talk about deep fakes in the porn industry which were leaking on Pornhub and actually yes. go find those 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 videos and also uh Brian Sonnefeld who got his career the the director of Men in Black who got his career in uh film started in porn and I'm pretty sure you can find those on Pornhub as well. So yes, this is not and... you know paid advertisement but no. I'm just saying if you want something to do with your time you know there's yeah. Porn. <laughs> uh, and then also I, we talked about how to get into the porn industry uh, by working it <laughs> like lights and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to get into porn is by working it. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, you, that's you not what I meant. You have to work it. I think that's a requirement <laughs> to get into the industry. <laughs> Oh Lord, that's not going to. I guess you down. just have to be good at laying on your back, but, <laughs> and maybe not have any weird moles. I think that's a disqualifier. Amen. <laughs> this is kind of wrapped up really electric- well. We started. <laughs> we started talking about nudist resorts, and now we're here. <laughs> hey, lighting hey somebody who's on their back. <laughs> you know the best way to light somebody like that is you're going to want to get a. Uh, a topper and you're going to want to diffuse it. So you're just getting a nice good layer of light coming down. Yeah. And then you're it gives also you a nice gonna... silky skin look. Yes, exactly. No, you don't you want, want to see even the... everywhere. That way the camera looks at the woman and she brings out radiance beauty. And that's what yeah. they want the viewer or the viewer to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. You don't, you want to be nice diffuse. You don't want to see any like, glistening of postcoital goop on somebody's face exactly and <laughs> shining you, like that would be the worst and sweat. you also don't want to see multiple <laughs> shadow lines either because that there's nothing worse than seeing someone's eye do this under it oh yeah raccoon eyes it's yeah. like yeah it's raccooning like, right under what's going face. on here <laughs> the raccoon eyes <laughs> that's all which is the same like and, and so uh, i don't even know if i want to go here but Hey, you did it. You started it. I think might uh, as well finish it. Um, lighting for uh, the <laughs> genitals. I mean, yep. I don't. I, I presume you don't coming. want a light so <laughs> strong that the woman can open her mouth and you can see the light on the other side. But <laughs> it wants to be well lit, right? It doesn't want to look like it's something scary. <laughs> uh sure. Would you put? Would you say that's like a fill light or a key light? <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, okay. So when you're do, when you're doing an up close of anything, you have to light for the thing that you're uh, shooting. Let's so see. if you're shooting the male genitalia, 
you have too light for the male genitalia. And you're going to want to, depending on the one that you are looking at, you're not going to want to come in with too harsh of a light. You're going to want to diffuse it down. So you're going to want to pull out, ooh, if you pulled out a Kino and you threw a layer of uh, diffusion right in front, especially if you have that little two-footer, you might be able to get a good up top able angle so you can get his thighs, the genitalia, and uh, get the back, like let's say it is one of those shots where the, the lady is in it too. You can actually get the ring of light around the back of her head, which would be cool. And maybe just like a, a cookie cutter for the love handles, <laughs> the muffins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever cookie cutters have, for whatever, the muffins. Whatever you have to do. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Speaking of which, it's that time again. Uh, this episode of Uncovered Cinema is brought to you by FNX Fit. It's yes, FNXFit.com. Right now, you can get 15% off of FNX Fit at uh, using the, the coupon code UNCOVERED mm -hmm. um, for Uncovered Cinema. Um, I know it's in quarantine, but you can still work out, do some push-ups, folks. Just you know, get off yep. the couch, walk around, a few walks around the block. And uh, for me, that, that is my cue for eating because uh, I've been getting the protein shakes. I like the ones that are not all thick and milkshakey. I like something light after i work out so mm -hmm. i go for their like kool-aid style of uh protein shakes and, and get my protein on with that so uh feel free to check them out also they have unbelievably good cbd oil and uh again fnxfit.com you can check them out 15 percent off with the coupon code uncovered isn't that your favorite part of the show will yeah absolutely <laughs> it's my favorite your, part your eyes gleam every time i see throw it, in the it, ad it, stream it's so great because it, <laughs> it's like i don't have to pay attention i know it you know, um, one thing that you guys should think about if you're sitting at your computer a lot, uh, like I do. So I, uh, do this and I have my yeah. YouTube channel. So I am always at my computer, like 24 hours a day, like 365, the whole, the whole shebang. And, yeah. uh, one thing I do is I drink, uh, energy drinks and I drink, uh, you know, I used to drink five hour energy, used to drink, uh, Red Bull and things like that. Yeah. And instead I started drinking pre-workouts and holy crap. <laughs> so much better. And Once you get those branch chain amino acids, those mm -hmm. BCAAs, oh yeah. It gives you a nice little gives you good little, uh, consistent something to wake energy. you up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I do the um the pre-workout when I'm uh, editing. I know. But it gets me all like <laughs> jittery up. and yeah. amped and like into it because it is very much a thing you exactly know? so thing. uh yeah. that's what i do uh it's a lot more health it's a lot healthier than uh you know five hours or whatever so yeah yeah well we we're gonna be doing uh next week we're gonna be doing martin scorsese we were actually mm -hmm. supposed to do it this week if you hadn't noticed and um we are still in the process of researching him he's this guy has been around since the 40s like we're talking He's been around since World War II. <laughs> yes. He's been and, around a long old time. The crazy thing is he's still fucking making movies. Like, who can and somebody, like, just, let this guy retire? <laughs> and not just movies. He makes fucking masterpieces. Okay? Yes. He is killing it. So, and he's yeah. been doing it. Like, he, I think he came out of the womb with the camera and, and some in, like, a slate. And I'm sure it was well lit when this happens. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I think he's been making good movies for a, a long fucking time. So pretty I think, much ever. I'm feeling like it's going to be like a two parter. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there and say. Yeah, but I yeah definitely and um, I mean just look at the awards that dude has. When you Google his name, don't even Google awards. Just Google his name. You're gonna see a shit ton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a shit ton of awards. So that's just the type of guy he is. He's very, very successful. Um, he's all about education. Um, he thinks if you want to be a director, cool, but you need to write your first film that you direct because that's what yeah. makes a good director, and that's what uh, that's what he did when he started out. So and um, really, that's that's a trend that we've been following for like a month now with everybody we've been covering. Uh, is they've they've been writing their own stuff mm-hmm. and they direct it because nobody can portray your vision as well as you. Yep. And I think that was like that was also one of the things that we were talking about. It's like as as I'm was we're both finding new ways to stay employed uh, during the quarantine. We're we're having to create a lot more of our own work and and yep. work on our vision. And one of the things I was struggling with at first was trying to see, well, what the hell is my vision? Like, what, what do I want to do? I, the world is my oyster right now because I have time. I have the luxury of having internet and and I have a camera. And well, what do I want to do with it? So yeah. a month and a half later, you know, I figure out something that I would like to do. And then I you know, have to portray it. But also is while I'm doing this, I'm finding out you you can't sacrifice the vision that was in your head for reality we tend to like let a thing here or there slip like maybe the shot you the location you chose is not the one that you thought about in your head it's a little bit different but you make that sacrifice and just deal with it so that you can move forward and by the time you're done with your project you may have made 20 or 30 of those sacrifices Mm -hmm. and the end result may not be anywhere near what's the dream that you had in your head yeah so it's it's not making that sacrifice, but it really helps when you're able to just make your own, write your own script and, and, and be the director. And in some cases, even act in it. Hopefully you're not like the main actor. You're not mm-hmm. that vain that you can, you can find somebody to portray your vision well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, that's all part of that process and creatively moving forward. Yeah. And in quarantine, I, I had a really big issue in the beginning with, what I was going to do, you know, when, um, when we were doing our podcast, uh, luckily before quarantine happened and everything, but that was all I was doing besides working. And you know me, I was working a lot. I was working like every single day, <laughs> Yeah. but now that I'm not working at night. Yeah. And <laughs> I, yeah, that was a, hi right, boys and girls. Don't ever double book yourself. I mean, you're going to, you're going to be like, Oh, I could work 10 hours at this shoot during the day and 10 hours at this shoot during the night. That's four hours to sleep. They're right four next to, to each other. Shower. That's great. <laughs> and it's only five days a week. And then I get two days off. I'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be just, it'll be great. And it's only three months. Or, oh, oh, God damn. What, or one month. Sorry, not three months. You're I'll a zombie after day three. Yeah, it's, it's only one month. What's the problem? <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. No. <laughs> Don't do that's it. another thing is is work within your limits you need yeah. to like be able to identify the boundaries and what's what's real if you're writing a script for yourself that you're going to make with your camera in your backyard and don't don't do like airplanes crashing and 
uh, a cameo with the rock. I mean, yeah. unless you have a cutout of him, <laughs> then you can put it in the background behind a bush or something. Yeah. Don't do it. Like you need to work within your boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Work within your boundaries. But as I was going, um, as I was trying to get to, sorry, um, I started doing YouTube again, and it's been years since I did it. But uh, that's what's really been getting me through um, making my videos and uh, putting out the content, finding what I wanted to do most instead of uh, like what got me the views. Does it make sense? Yeah. Like yeah, I because to... you, mm-hmm. you can't make you can't be chasing analytics and statistics. It's just going to drive you crazy. You have to just do something you love. And that's the heart. That's what I admire about you is because you, you figured it out. And like, it's like, well, what do I love? <laughs> you know, yep. it's like, I'm sitting here reassessing my priorities. It's like, well, technology. Like, yeah, but I only have so much. I can only make a few videos of that before I have to start buying, buying things stuff. and maxing out credit cards. And I already maxed out all my credit cards with the things I do have. So it's like, that's not going to go very far. You know, mm-hmm. games, you know, that's fun yeah. too. But I only like the games I like to play. I don't like to play new games and people... People want, want new, games. new games being played. Yeah. <laughs> so, See, And that's what I was doing. Like I do tips and tricks for a crow fall game. Um, it's well for not a crow fall game, the crow fall game. It's a great game. Uh, it's it's a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a awesome. great, it's a great game. I have a lot of tips and tricks videos for it and I still do that content. Um, but I've been moving more into let's plays because that's what I enjoy the most. Like what I, what makes me happy, you know? Yeah. So I've been doing um, a resident evil. Let's play. I'm on part three right now so three four and possibly five will be released next week and then i have remnant i'm doing a let's play on and one two three will be released either next week or the week after but it's yeah i it's finding what you enjoy (laughs) all of a sudden makes it easy to put videos out it's crazy yeah for me i love tech and like i love you know, working with like anything, cameras, lights. I love all that stuff and putting it together. And I was just looking back at, at my channel and I haven't, the last video about videos I put out was over 10 years ago. <laughs> so, and, and the sad part is I still have that camera and I still use it. And it's like, okay, how much has technology progressed in 10 years? And uh, <laughs> I'm still using that fucking camera. It's a good camera. But, that's a 60D, hey, right? That just go exactly. That's Dude, Canon it's 60D. such a great fucking camera, man. Yeah. Some people like Ford. Some people like Chevys. I like Canons. Canon, <laughs> baby. I've always stuck with Canons. Canon all the way. As big as you can get them. Yeah. And uh, like even now, this this setup right here, it's just it's you can't see it, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's probably a 15-pound camera after everything's all, all rigged out on it. And uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I like playing with it. I like putting all my pieces together. and then, yeah. Then I take it all apart, set it out, and then put it all back together. But uh, no videos have come out since then, so you know it what, is what it is. You know what your image is missing? Because I've been looking at your image this whole podcast. I'm like, it's there's something about off 30 about pounds it. less on my face. <laughs> oh, no. Your face is beautiful. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you need to put an active LED on. When you uh, re, uh when you film oh yeah yeah that'd be kind put, of fun. put yeah. an active LED on because that way you can film in that LUT and push out that image in that LUT and uh, for like when you're streaming like this so it doesn't come in C log yeah well uh, I probably I, yeah I need to adjust the settings on that I because I, I film in C log and yeah, then exactly. I color grade afterwards and like probably twenty minutes before we started 
doing this show, I was out in the backyard recording my kids playing the sprinklers. Mm. So um, everything's sea log, and then I throw it into this thirty fucking six inch <laughs> curved monitor that I have here, and just I can't even get all it all kinds of edits. and then and then edit it out and, and make make my videos that way. But make them all uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, yeah, it looks amazing. And that's what I love about is C log is like you can just, I, I mean, the image is so flat. There's mm-hmm. so much you can pull out of it. You can bring all your colors back and have so much contrast and so much dynamic range that you could never have out of a camera, th- out of a camera this size normally, too. This is just, this is a, this is a fairly cheap camera as far as cameras go. And, and it's also one of the few that have C log in the price range too. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I, it's a good point. I am in C log, and so I'm a little bit like grayed out, but it's okay. It's also these these tungsten lights that are <laughs> that are all over the place too that kind of wash me out. It's all right. So it, I'm not as good as lighting with you. I know you're a light guy, but you you manage to like take one light and make yourself look fucking awesome. I have like three in here, four or five actually in here. Went this light off. And uh, <laughs> well, when you still no see that looks really good because when you're competing with the light coming from up top, if it's not the exact color that you need it, then it can throw yeah. off your whole image. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's exactly it. It's competing, competing lights, and uh, it works great if it's a practical inside your image. Like if there was like a lamp mm-hmm. right here, but then you and just, it's a different color, then you but dim it down so you can actually see it. Yeah, and so but that's not the case. And now I have two competing lights outside a frame and they're just washing together to make uh whatever that might be yeah that's uh that's That's the lighting demons (laughs) is a technical term oh that's fun (laughs) (laughs) okay so next week we're doing we are going to commit to martin scorsese uh i'm going to be traveling so i'm excited because this is the i'm doing a, a safe quarantine travel for work doing some business Ooh. and uh i'll be i'll be uh, and again the be, lighting be, 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 demons be, be, got be, 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 be. me <laughs> the uh i'll be doing my my uh my safe quarantine but we'll, this is an opportunity for me to test out my equipment on the road so yeah uh, it'll either sound really good like, or the same or i'll sound like i'm phoning it in from uh metro oh they don't even have metro anymore huh is that even a thing i think it's got bought out it's team team mobile metro. a cheap phone. I'll be sounding like I'm a cheap phone. We just we just <laughs> lost half of the younger viewers. They have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Do you know do you know the it, this used to be a thing like on on pop culture in TV, so it's relevant. Yes. Um uh that's hot. Do you know what that like Yes, that's people hot. People say that's hot. It was like Paris Hilton, right? When she did yeah. like her like she when she like, was like a farming girl, a sexy farming hot. girl or something. Yeah, you got it. Okay, yeah. you encompass it right. I said that to, uh, no. to a younger kid. No, a younger kid said that. Said that's not by younger. I mean like twenties, early twenties. They said that's hot, and I'm like, "What are you, Paris Hilton?" And they're like, "Who is that?" Oh God, you just made me feel so old right now. <laughs> you just made me like, how did that joke backfire onto me? You just got me now. Like, fuck. That's ouch. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm still feeling it. <laughs> Oh goodness. Okay, so I think we're we're good here. Yes. <laughs> we'll call it. Um yeah. Once again, uh, fnxfit.com, get that uncovered, 15% off all your sales. Mm-hmm. Um we're trying to help you out, folks. We're just trying to keep you stay fit. And uh thank you for watching Uncovered watching. Goodness, this is going out also to the podcast. Thank you for listening to Uncovered Cinema. 
And uh, hopefully we'll see you all next week. This is a thing we do on Sundays, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, unless because you are EST, on the other baby. side of the country. Yeah, you got to deal with that. What is it? What is it for you? EST? Uh, EDL? ESL? ESL? EST? <laughs> EST. Eastern, yeah. Eastern Standard Time. ESL is, is something you do when you need to learn English, right? But <laughs> Yes. English as a second language is ESL and... EST. Yeah. EST. English. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're on the East Coast, I'm sorry. You got to watch it at 10. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to work on that. We'll tweak it up sometime soon. And uh, we're we're working on uh, UncoveredCinema.com. And uh, don't go there yet. We're, it's not ready. <laughs> it's not ready. Not and uh, within probably by the by next month. And uh, we got some cool merch. So pretty soon you're going to be seeing us sporting our own our own shirts. Will made up a really awesome shirt that uh, we designed. And we're, we're just finishing it up right now. And then we got to do a little bit of quality checking to make sure it doesn't it doesn't chafe yeah, or it's what or we shrink <laughs> yeah or the the you know you use a shitty printer and it like peels off after the first week we don't want that we want only, only quality stuff that yes, we are quality. gonna put our names behind so we're working on that as well uh, as well as a patreon account so you might be able to to help us out to can keep the show going um with that and we're working on different tiers and different like exclusivity you know that's always the thing exclusivity. exclusivity if you want to know like some of the the features that will's working on and mm-hmm. maybe get like a live stream on set where he's like sitting up in the rafters plugging in lights and stuff and then maybe we can get like <laughs> the back of the head of keanu reeves or something that would be kind of cool i'm sure people would like want to see that right so oh, actually i did Lord, a, I i'm gonna have to that. find a picture of it i did a immediately if i did that <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can hold on to it and wait till the movie gets released, and then no, you probably still can't do that. I think I got. Oh yeah, you can. Work... You can. Once the movie's oh, really? released, they typically let up the restrictions to release uh, back, back like um, stuff, backstage oh. photos and stuff like that. You see, I I DP'd a uh, a billboard artist for a music video, and they were signed by like Sony, and I took some B roll like our behind the scenes footage that I had left over and the, the, the music video already came out. But when I posted it, I had a cease and desist letter the same day. And uh, it was a little scary for me, but it was also like, I didn't know the protocol for it, but I guess apparently that that was something I, I, I shouldn't have done, but uh, I was just excited to share something I was working on and it was already, it had already been released. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know how that, how that works out. I guess it's a little bit more stringent in, in some, for some people when we work on that, but uh yeah, I, I, maybe we can figure out something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. There's definitely going to be exclusive stuff that I'm going to do every day on it for our guys. I know there's stuff that Brian's going to do. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned, and we're going to be announcing it um, either next week or the week after in the upcoming weeks once everything's all tied together. Yeah, and we want to stay more towards, like, the idea of the podcast was to stay more towards, like, a general audience and do, like, reviews, mm-hmm. but... We're also very tech, tech heavy, uh, experienced guys. <laughs> yeah. So I know like that's, that's another thing is I want to see coming up soon is more like tech videos about, um, I don't know how to do lighting, for example, how yeah. you have made yourself look like a glowing angel with one fucking light. And I got <laughs> six in here and I look like a troll from the bottom of the sewer, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that might be something beneficial for some people. So yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing that in the future like me, but, uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for, for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yes, uh, thank you, thank you, thank 7 you. 7 o'clock. Uh, you new episode gets released on Wednesday, and it's not this episode. This episode 
uh, will be edited down and come out in like at about a month or so. So uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you guys for coming. Toodles. Appreciate it.